Hello, everybody. Welcome back to D&D 404. I am your DM, Tony. And join with me today are the other 390 snacks in my pantry. Fellas, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself, starting with all the artificial flavors. Jared. <laughs> Armos checking in. My 90 snack was Dunkaroos. I loved Dunkaroos so much. So much so that when they went away, I bought animal cookies and cake frosting. And that was a snack for me. I don't even care that you stole mine. I don't even <laughs> care. I'm so glad you said Dunkaroos. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how I didn't ever gain weight as a child or still, <laughs> but I should have. But the, that's that's my one for me. Alec, what is your 90s snack? So, yeah, my name is Alec. I play Drill of the Ashbourne. Uh <laughs> My 90s snack, I guess it's not really a snack. It's more like a candy-ish uh, fruit stripes. Oh. Loved fruit stripes. The zebra gum that had a tattoo on it. Yo, with the five seconds of flavor. Yep. They were great. But yet, yeah, uh, Jared, also, if Dunkaroos went away, what do I have in my hand right now? Oh, that's oh. why you ran away. Dude. I know. They came back. I tried them recently. You know what? How, how do you feel about them? I haven't had them. I literally just bought this because I wanted you always talked about them. So I just I've kept it in my pantry for like which one did you get? Which what, in the after show we're gonna eat them? Yeah, in the <laughs> after show, <laughs> vanilla cookies and vanilla frosting mm. with the rainbow sprinkles. Gotcha. Oh yeah, I mean that's the best chocolate one. was the best one. Chocolate. All right. Chocolate. I am All Dan. Right. I play Minus Pebble Walker, your tiny little swarm keeper ranger, and I am absolutely the pack of gushers in this podcast. Yeah, nineties, nineties snack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nineties snack. Yeah, they sell them in the grocery store still. That's that's they're not still 90s. live. They yeah. were invented in ninety one though. That's still <laughs> and counts. so reminiscent still of nineties. Other maybe are oh, fine. Push pops. That was my other one. <laughs> Ring pops. Push pops. What about you, Tony? Mine. You know what? I'll be the bevy that ties it all together. Quarter waters. The little barrels. The little barrels, barrels of juice, man. purple drink, blue drink, no yeah. orange drink. What you're talking about? You, no you were one percent going through school eating Wendy's for lunch. Don't talk to me. I'm no, talking to the people I, who actually had to deal with finances in their life. Okay? <laughs> I grew up on the West Coast. We don't have that shit. No, the moment you I'm see, I'm talking you know, going to the bo shady bodega on the corner of your street, buying fucking quarter waters, bro. Okay, from a guy in a fucking sweatsuit, fucking all Adidas yeah. sweatsuit. You you walk in Selling. the little bell jingles. You walk down the alley. You, uh, you you walk down the aisle, you get your little quarter that water, you, you fist bump the cat, you slap a quarter on the counter, and you walk out. That's it. That's the whole transaction. Mm -hmm. A good um, honorable mention, uh, circus animal cookies. Oh, yeah. Because remember, they like went away and yeah. then they like came back with like a new owner and they're just, they don't just hit the same. No. You know the deal. Before we give you the recap that we roll for, we're going to go ahead and give you the rundown. And the rundown is brought to you by me. And what I'm going to run down today is a heartfelt thank you because we have been getting a large increase in ratings for the podcast, a lot of five stars across the board. And I personally, and we personally cannot thank you enough. But what I'm going to suggest is that you Apple listeners, that's right, I'm talking to you, Apple podcast person listening to us, enjoying the show, go ahead and give us a five star rating. Or if you're feeling daring enough go ahead and leave us a spicy little comment for us to read later that's right i've been we've been getting these beautifully written uh apple comments for the podcast that these guys haven't seen yet i've been keeping it a secret oh, but i've seen some of them and i've teared i've teared up but i've been holding back these tears if we get five more reviews we'll do a youtube video 
where we yes. react to if it. we get five comments that's great dan if you get five comments on our apple podcast yeah we'll do a react yeah. video also we're trying to get to 200 on spotify yeah we're at 166 right now at mm, they've been killing recording. it bro they've been killing it five star ratings so i can't believe that that is insane. that is wild that is actually wild now you know the deal we're going to go ahead and roll for recap where I take oh, shit, a I giant half-eaten uh, oh, foam no. D4 and I roll it. And if it lands on one, I give the recap. If it lands on two, it'll be Alec. Three would be Jared. And four no. will... Oh, three will be Dan. I'm Dan. four... I mean, three. We'll be Jared. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Dan. Hi, Dan. I'm Ed. I'm Tony. I was living, I was living in La La Land because we didn't do it. We just recorded an episode. So I was like, oh, we're, we don't have to do this again. <laughs> now I'm going to roll on the couch of rollage. Eh. Jared, it's gonna be Jared. That's not me. That's a one. Uh, it's a one. Oh, it is a one. Damn it! Yeah. I did the rundown because somebody <laughs> take it. I did all this prepping. Do you want to use your inspiration die? Oh, <laughs> <gasps> <laughs> that's all we could do. <laughs> okay. Uh, you get one inspiration die for the recap for the whole campaign, starting now. Yeah, you guys want to do that? You want to you want to mad lib that in? Inspiration dice what? going on right now. Do you want to do an inspiration? What inspiration reroll? You only get one the entire campaign. You want to get one for the entire campaign? No, I think that's a great idea. Let's vote no. on it. I, I, why? Because it's fun. I don't know, Jared. I'm oh, trying to add do stuff. The recap. No, we're you're adding what you're way saying. too I don't much know what depth we're... to just a fucking recap. <laughs> Listen to me. I want to go okay? back to People the part care where about Tony this. just They are invested in this recap. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Okay, while you were away, back. Packing through Europe, I had a child come up to me, look me through the windows of my soul. He goes, I live for that recap. That roll makes my week. Mm -hmm. And then he asked for 25 cents for a quart of water. That's exactly uh -huh. what happened. So, you know what? If I add depth to this re roll, it's for a good cause. I love the idea. <laughs> All right, fine, fine. Why? Fine. You want to use yours right now, then? Yeah, I'm going to use it right now because it's a good example. I really hope it rolls on a one. And again. maybe for my birthday, which is right around the corner, you'll give me another one. Rules. Oh, I <laughs> so, was misunderstanding. Mine passed. Now I get it. Okay. Yeah, I'm you only get one, this. and he's using it now. I'm using it now. So, new rule. Okay. For the recap, you get one for the whole campaign. Are you really going to use it right now? I'm really going to use it right now. I'm using it right now. It's like the easiest recap. I'm sweating. Okay. I don't want to do it. Okay. I'm tired. Tony's the guy that's like, hey, okay. do you want to play a game? All right. Let me change the rules. I just still want to play. You hey. sweeping declaration. If you get once for the whole campaign, if it lands on you, you may use it once to re roll. He's like, unless you edit episodes, then every time you edit it, you get another one. And then <laughs> no, this is the only oh, rule. I'm sorry, from I dedicate on. hours of my life, Alec. Okay. No. <laughs> All right, Please uh, be another one. Oh, Please, just for the comedy. I'll cry. And rolling. Nah, I don't know if that counts. It is a three. What? I thought that was a two. No, I no, just let you just watch me pick it it's up. It's a three. Yeah, it's a three. I saw him pick it up. It's a three. It was three. I'm not gonna lie. If it would have been a two, I was gonna use mine as well. All right, I'm gonna use mine right now. Are you serious? <laughs> <laughs> we all use it right now. Are you, you want to go back to Tony? <laughs> no, I'm wait, I'm gonna. This is the easiest one I think. So I'm gonna just use. I feel like this is one of the easier ones, so I'm definitely going to take this one. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Like, yeah. <laughs> I was totally going to volunteer to take Tony's, but then he made it a whole deal. <laughs> what Dan doesn't yeah. realize yet, this is actually just all a trick to get it to be back to Dan. Because when Dan wants to re-roll it, we're just going to tell him it was a joke and we're oh actually not rerolling. <laughs> and then everyone else gets to re-roll. <laughs> I will rage. Uh, anyway, no, I rage. <clears throat> 
Last time on D&D &D 404, we find ourselves back in the mountain. Our heroes finally, after a 22 hour long, super long, extra long, longest of long rests, they wake up feeling fully rejuvenated at level 11. They make their way out of the cave and immediately down the mountain. They decide, oh, there's a college to my right. There's a divider to my left. You know what? No, we're going to split the middle and go towards a damn tower. That's right. We floated down the mountain. No, wait. Minus floated down the mountain as Drell lollygagged around and found some old man who decided he would give us his wares if we gave him, that's right, 800 gold each. And we were scamazed. Scamazed, I tell you. And they disappeared, and so did Drell's coin. So at least Drell made it out pretty well nice after getting through the <laughs> after getting through the brush the team discovered that the tower was on fire just like in Half-Life. That's right, just like in Half-Life. Head crabs all around, popping all around. They make their way through a fiery building, going floor to floor as things crumbled around them. And at the end was an explosion. Boom! From a trap as Armos barely makes it out. But how will they escape the fire this time? Bard, give us that intro. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, and welcome to the world of Humbrea, featuring three first-time adventurers and one very patient DM. This is D&D &D 404. Start on the boom. Yeah, that's a really good, uh, that's a really good point. Boom! A large explosion erupts right before you almost, but with a 17 on your perception check, you caught the trap at the very last minute, dodging out of the way as this large hole in the side of a burning tower reveals the worried people below you as they are gasping and clenching their pearls and yelling in fear as they see the tower roaring in flame. And as you land on your tuchus, just nearly dodging that explosion trap, the tower begins to shake around you as the explosion, nearly destroying the integrity of the tower, starts to rumble and crumble around you. We are still in initiative as the tower is beginning to come down. Is everyone okay? As I peek out of the uh, <laughs> burning hole with a rope. We are on Armos' initiative as he lands down onto the floor from the massive explosion that he just narrowly escaped, and the tower is shaking around you. It is about to come down. Initiative 17, Armos, using your movement, is there anything else you would like to do on your turn? I look at the trap, I look back at Drill, I look at the building, or the, the ceiling that's now starting to crumble, and uh, yell to him, let's get out of here. <laughs> and, I, and before the words are out of my mouth, I'm sprinting out the door that uh, Drill's standing in. <laughs> hey, what's going on here? And <laughs> you just barrel through him. Uh, so that's going to be your turn. We're going to go ahead and move to initiative nine minutes. You pulled yourself on this rope as the tower is now beginning to come down as rocks are falling and the roof looks like it's caving in. Yeah, so I get up on the, I get, <laughs> pull myself up on this damn rope. I'm like, ah, oh, this is great craftsmanship. Guys, <laughs> I rush into the room in front of me. I go, are you okay? And I see Armos and Drell in front of me. What's going on? I just killed some dang, like, popping crab head thing downstairs. Oh, you go on two minutes? Come on, you guys are mean. Mean, it tried to eat me. 
Oh, yeah, that's what they do. There's no time to explain. We gotta get out of here. The building's coming down. Oh. Okay. And I drop down the hole. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm right behind you, Menace. And then I'm running down and... At this moment, I'm really glad that I set this ex escape route up, and I'm going to jump off and hold onto the rope and slide down. Yeah, that'll be your whole movement. Next turn, you will go down to the first floor, as well with you, Minus. Thanks. I'm right behind him. You ah! dash, and you are now sliding down, and you guys are, like, actually pretty close together because you guys didn't wait, so now the three of you are on this <laughs> rope. Jarrell says, it's your rope. I want to ask you to roll me a pure luck check. Just roll me a d20. No rerolls. Should be fine. No bonuses. Seven. Snaps! The rope comes down as it cannot bear the weight of three of you. Oh. I would say the rope snaps around the second floor, so everyone's going to take two D6. Each of you... Ha, oh, motherfucker. You, each of you take two points of damage. <laughs> as I roll for me. Guys. <laughs> yeah, this would be, this would be bludgeoned, right? Yeah, it is. Yes, okay. it would be bludgeoned. And as I stated, I was in a rage, so I took one point of damage. Nice. <laughs> this is great craftsmanship, Joe. Oh. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> really glad I planned this out. Boom, 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 boom. The dead body at the bottom broke our fall. Yeah, you guys land on this dead body and this dead demon. <laughs> oh. <laughs> really glad this broke my fall. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Rest in peace. I'm sorry. We gotta go. Here's what I'm gonna say. Because of the amazing rope escape plan, the hole that you guys climbed down out of is actually right next to the main entrance so you bypass this whole escape mechanic that i had set up and i'm going to say the three of you are able to run out uh as the three of you land on this poor dead body and as the three of you run out of the flame building more explosions happen in the tower as it begins to collapse in on itself and as the three of you run out into the checkpoint crossroads the tower fully collapses <gasps> everybody's gasping as the three of you run out and the tower falls and people are like oh my god the gods know what happened <gasps> and people are like worried oh hey guys i found some stuff in there by the way here drell take a potion armos take a potion and i give them each a greater healing potion oh sick Oh, actually, Reginald, and I stick one of my uh, greater healing potions into his backpack. Cause right, because you made a backpack like 20, 40 epi episodes ago. And we uh, never used it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey, thanks. You know, I usually put hands in there, but, you know, it's good. It's good. It's good. Wait, how do you get hands in there? <laughs> oh, genius. this one? And he's chewing on like a dead guy's hand that he happened to pull out from the fire. You like flip it up with your mouth and catch it? That's impressive, Reginald. Yeah, it's pretty good. He's just gnawing on it. So you, you so wait, let me just get this straight. Minutes, you came out and then you handed him three uh, potions, right? Yeah. Okay. They ransacked the place. They just ran. They didn't even try to help. Oh they ran god. in for, for stuff. And people were like, oh, oh my god, they just they just robbed the place. We didn't ransack it. We went and fought the monsters that were killing you all. Monsters and everyone disperses. Oh god. Go, Miss. <laughs> I'm sorry that I'm honest. <laughs> A bulk of the people, actually all of them, run to your west, heading down left uh, towards that road. And it looks like they're running towards the Sigi College. Mm. <sighs> Can we go look at the bodies on the road to see if there's anything of note? So just so you know, the trees around you and like the small shacks and like storage sheds uh, canopies are all still on fire and the tower is still burning 
So the area is not like the best to be in right now, but you can absolutely check the guards. Are these red guard or what are these guys? So when you go to look at the body, you do not see the red guard taverns. Matter of fact, you see something a little bit different. They're not wearing full plate like the red guard do. Their armor looks more half plate and half leather. The armor looks like it's built for more like dexterous fighters rather than big old knights. And the tabard that they're wearing is navy blue. When you flip over one of the bodies, you manage to get one of the, one of the tabards is still intact. So you're able to see the sigil that's on it. You see the sigil of what looks like a cog and a mountain, like half a mountain with magical shines on it. And then the other half is the cog, the crest of Lord Baron. Oh. You instantly recognize that symbol, um, Drell, as you've seen this uh, banner flying outside of Lord Baron's divider. Um, that's the sigil of Lord Baron's guards. <clears throat> so, and the two of you actually would have seen this when you were at the Sigil College briefly. The banners are also there. I just forgot to mention it at the time. Do they have any sort of insignias or like identifying things for like who they specifically are? They got a wallet with their uh, ID in it. Yeah, or like something on there, like on their actual uniform that like states, I don't know. In the state of their bodies, you wouldn't see anything. One of, it looks like they mostly were half elves and one of them was a dwarf. However, they didn't have any like dog tags or anything like that on them. If you were to find information like that, it would have been in the tower. Uh, fuck. I go back. <laughs> no. All right. Well, Lord Baron's not going to be too happy about this, but especially these townspeople get back to the fact that <laughs> telling him that we robbed the place, Menace, you just couldn't left the stuff, huh? I'm sorry. I found health potions. I wasn't just going to leave good health potions there. All right. All right. That makes sense. Well, I Miz, mean, it's really inconsiderate of you. You should learn how to yeah. read the room. As okay, head. fine. I'll take yours back, Reginald. Oh, no, 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 Baxi's. <laughs> he like moves his bag away from you, just like out of reach. <laughs> uh, I'm not, I'm not really good at this, but I, uh, I'm, I'm a, uh, I'm a cleric now, I guess. So I, I would like to g give them some prayers. I think. Uh, uh, I don't know how this works, but uh, <clears throat> guards uh, of the blue, I wish the best for you. As your soul goes on, let your spirit move on. All right, cool. <laughs> Good job. I think we did it. Thanks, Sid. Thank you, Sid. That was beautiful. That was beautiful. You're, yeah, actually, you probably said it better than me. Make me a religious check. It's not, a, it's not a good face. It's an eight. Okay. Is there anything to note when I just do like a quick glance around that we need to investigate here? Or does it yeah, seem like we're... So as you're looking around, need to get out. this place looks pretty much done for. Everything looks burnt. The canopies, the sheds. This place looks like a rest stop for anybody passing by. You do see a signpost right in the middle of the crossroads where it says Sigic College. And it points down one path. And then you see Lord Baron's divider and it's pointing out the other path. This is clearly a, you can assume that this is like a stop between the two for any travelers that just want to take a break and feel safe with the guards around. Um, and this is also like a watch out point for the, for Lord Baron's guards to watch over any passing travelers who are going to the city college. So from where you are, you know that you're only like a few hours away from either position. You can see both locations roughly from where you are. 
like way in the distance but um this is like the halfway point to either all right everybody i would love to go visit kemi joe but uh i think we need to go warn lord baron about what happened here we got so much to talk about with him anyways so what do you think yep i think you're right I mean, we could go to, you know, we don't have to go there if we don't want to, because then we could keep all those blood shards. Yeah, we could keep the blood shards, you know. You know, we I'm are not saying. keeping the blood shards. Okay. <laughs> right, why, why is he yelling? He's always yelling. Why is he yelling? No. Yeah, almost. Maybe you don't have to go, but I think me and Minus are definitely gonna go. <laughs> yeah. Who has the bag? Hmm. I can't remember. <laughs> I'm kidding. Let's go. Hey, almost. I know this might not be the best time, but you do owe the tome some blood shards. Um, it's been 24 <laughs> hours, so you owe me about 18 blood shards. In legal 18. <laughs> Look, can I pay you in fingers? Cause I'm. I, I motion around. I got lots of fingers. You know what? I can be satiated and persuaded by a couple of hands. Yeah. Okay. There you go. All right. Um. So I think in that case, uh, we start walking towards Lord Baron's divider. Crunch as you see, almost like chopping off a hand. Whoa! 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 <laughs> whoa! 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 I think he offered Reginald to eat the hands. Yes. <laughs> But as he is, uh, as Armos is looking over the situation and I'm walking away with Drell, I am kind of talking to Drell again like, hey, Drell, uh, I would like to say the situation is getting better, but it quite obviously is not. <laughs> um, I feel like we're going to have to have a different kind of talk with Armos soon, depending on how things go at Lord Baron's Divider. Oh, are you talking about how he's a complete psychopath and how he doesn't listen to anything well, we have to say about blood shards uh, and how no, he's no. kind of like addicted uh, to him is that what you're talking uh, about I, I won't call him a psychopath i mean i love the dude, dude he, uh, have you not seen what he does whenever he absorbs us dude that's actually like the definition of a psychopath we have to approach this with compassion drell he's an addict almost push it can you put your boot on the, the elbow right here just i just need a little <laughs> i just need a little leverage point nope nope Nope, what do you not mean, doing no. it. This is like the, this is. What do you mean? This is all you. This is you. I just said I need a little help. It's really stuck I'm on. Not cooperating. It. What do you mean not cooperating? You see this? You see this menace? He's literally. He'll literally doom a thousand souls just because he feels like it. But he doesn't want to break <laughs> off one little arm. It's insane. <laughs> guy's already dead. He's already probably already sent that guy's soul to like damnation. <laughs> but like, he doesn't want to rip off the arm. He's like, I don't get it. I don't get it. See, he's troubled. In the background, you hear. Wait, is that a blood shirt? No, no, never mind. <laughs> you see one of them. You see the the body that Reginald is like working with, just like flops over. He's just trying to drag the whole body with him. He's like, addiction is a real problem, Drell, and we need to help him through it. <laughs> mm -hmm. We'll see how Lord Baron's divider goes, but uh, I am. I, I, I might. I might take him out of the bestest friend column and put him in the best friend column if this keeps up. I'm just saying. Crack! And you see like he got a part of half his hand off. Oh, here we go. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, let's let's keep going. We got... Uh, we're going to have to set camp soon, maybe. Uh, yeah. Uh, can we make it to Lord Baron's Divider before the end yeah. of the night? That's you are a few hours out, but it is... It's midday. Um, it's spring, so the days are a little bit longer. You'll probably get there by nightfall. Okay. If you just book it. Armos, while those two were talking about your drug addiction and you were with Reginald trying to get a hand, make me a history check. History? History. History. 12. History saving throw? <laughs> <laughs> 
With a 12, with the events that just transpired, the DC was a 10, by the way. Woo. Since you talked to the guy right before the little maw demon popped out of his body, you saw that the bloodshot was inserted into him. Mm -hmm. and you remember, you have seen this before in the cave with the bugbears, where you found the room of dead bodies, mm -hmm. holes in their heads. And then you catch up with the guys. You begin to walk. I let him know the situation. Some with these blood shards. I don't know, guys. They might be evil. <laughs> huh. Interesting. Hear me out. Never thought of that before. I know. I know. The world just easy black and white as people Look, seem to think. It's a gray area. Like, what is evil? Right. You know? But check this out. So, when I was in that tower, there's a guy with a blood shard in him? And then, before you knew it, one of those little monsters appeared, and the blood shard went away. I don't know. We walk on uh, hurriedly into the distance towards Lord Maron's divider. <laughs> as the flames burn, three of you walk. And as you walk, you see something on the road ahead of you. You've only been walking about 15 minutes. And as the smoke begins to clear the view behind you, you now just see the remains of it. But ahead of you, you notice that there is another one of these little maw monsters in the road, and it's just confused and looking around. <laughs> it's like looking to the left and then looking to the right and doesn't have any sense of direction. It just seems to be like rolling and fumbling around. Pull out my uh, rapier and my base of disruption. I'm like, all right, what do you say, Drell? We killing this thing? Uh, <laughs> oh, come on, man. This is a little maw monster. What, what is a maw monster? Reginald, explain. What? It's like, uh, you know, it's like, uh, oh, what's a good example? To, to, uh, kind of like cats, you know? They're just like, mm -hmm. they hang around us, and we kind of just like, that leave them be. Eat you. I mean, okay, they eat you, but they won't eat me, <laughs> you know? That's a great idea. You should go talk to it. I mean, you don't. They don't really like, listen to me. They just kind of like. Then you shouldn't have any problem. They're like fat. Okay, you don't like to. I don't like to talk down to them because I think you know all life is special, right? But it's kind of like a failed demon, so to speak. Mm -hmm. You know, like it could have been so a demon, have so but much the in host, common with him. <laughs> the ho That's. Look, take your seven wings over there, and uh, I don't know. Try to try to see what you know. See what he's almost, doing. almost. I'm just gonna, I don't want to talk to you right now, and I'm just gonna go over on his shoulder, and he walks on, and then Rachel tries to get up on Drell's shoulder. A literal cold shoulder. <laughs> I don't want to talk to you right now. That was a little mean, and I think you should think about what you just said. And then Reginald goes onto Drell's shoulder. You get off of me, and I shake him off. <laughs> You're like covered in blood. It's pretty gross. <laughs> You're getting it all over my cloak, and I billow him off of it. And he hits the floor. He's like, you know what? I have half a mind to take away the Eldritch Blast, Ormos. Ooh. Yeah, Ormos. <laughs> Daddy Reginald's going to take away your Eldritch Blast. I still have my weapons, and I'm like, so... I got half a mind to <laughs> have you hellish rebuke your little buddy over there. I'm going to walk to this crab thing. <laughs> <laughs> As when it says that, I spin around and I throw the dwarven thrower at it. <laughs> it's a 24 to hit. <laughs> Bonk! That was damage. 24. That eight drops instantly as you boom, boom, falls over. Plat! 
and then the dwarven haver comes back. Damn, I really like this thing. <laughs> <laughs> I sheathe my weapons. All right, all right. I'm gonna just go pick it up then. Armos and Reginald are still like kind of talking back. Yeah, I just it's not cool when you like belittle me like that for the guy. You so know, I'm just saying like <laughs> I am a part of the team. You're right. You know, you're right. And like your powers do kind of flow through me. That is the deal. So just I'm not saying you have to be nice, but a little appreciation would. You're right. You're right. Uh, what do I put it in my net? And then I have a bag. All right. So let's go talk to that deal. Oh. So, yeah, we finally, we we reconcile and we turn and we're like, oh, well, okay. You know, guys, I get it, but it's like stepping on a bird with, you know, clipped wing. So, uh, Minish, should we take this to Lord Barons or what do you think? I'm already there, like, wrapping it up. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm already on a dwell. Yeah, let's, uh, here, should we put this in the, the bag? You, no, I don't want that in my bag. I just wrapped it up. No, just, can't your rocks carry it? I look over at Sid. <laughs> <sighs> Sorry, Sid. I plop it down with the rocks. Carry this, please. A cold breeze passes through you as he just stares at you. I asked nicely. And you see all these little Sids carry this bag of <laughs> horrid smelling flesh ball. And I just walk along with all these little rock creatures like... Pikmin carrying this dead crab creature demon. I'm sorry. I wrapped it up. At least I wrapped it up. <laughs> we can trade off. We'll trade off. I'll carry it one hour. You carry it the next hour, okay? I'll make it even. I'll make it even. I asked them. It's a group decision. And the three of you walk and a solid hour passes. And it's becoming late afternoon around. Uh, late evening. It's dinner time. The sun is beginning to set, and you see some campfire smoke. And the closer you get to the campfire smoke along the road, you hear the sounds of mild chatter. Sounds like a few people talking amongst each other. The closer you get, you see parked on the side of the road with a line of people is a Nova carriage cart with a turtle shell roof. With no animal in front of it to pull it. It is indeed Novo's cart. Ah, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. You see a group of people and you can count eight or nine people. And most of them look like they're in this Sigic College Guard outfit. It looks like a lot of them are on break or coming out for a dinner rush. And then you see about, you see two uh, gnomes there and then another human. They're not wearing the Sigic College tabard. Wait, so even though we're headed towards Lord's, Lord Baron's, the people in line are wearing the Sigic College banner? I'm sorry, Lord Baron's tabard. So yeah, you see a line of people. Some of them are already eating what looks like to be sandwiches. You see in line are two more guards, and then you see two gnomes and a human. And the human does stick out, as his clothes do not look like the rest of them. Guys, look who it is. Who is it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, can't you smell that smell with the music in the air? Oh, Novo, how I've missed you. I'm excited to get some good eats. Let's get in oh line. Yeah, I loved his Miranor dish, and I run past him. You sniff on him and yeah, you yeah. run past him. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> You stiff arm menace and you run towards Novo's truck. You run towards Novo's cart, uh, towards a lot of people. And there are some guards, unbeknown to the situation that you just came from, eating some food. 
And in line, you see a guard ordering, and then two gnomes, and then a human fellow. And the closer you get, you realize that the human fellow is this guy in security outfit, and a little gnome. That is Kemi Joe. What? Uh, As they are looking at the food menu. They don't realize you're there. Do I know it's Kemi Joe? You recognize it's Kemi Joe the closer you get. Charge your feet into a grapple hug. Boom, <laughs> on the ground. Kemi Joe and me. He hugs you. Short time no see. Ah, oh, boom. Embrace. Yeah, I thought expected. And he hugs you. He hugs you tight. I don't know what you said, but I'm happy to see you. Oh, <laughs> what, are you get, what are you doing all the way over here by Lord Bad's Divider? Oh, well, we, uh, you know, just got out of that, uh, situation we were talking to you about, and I wink at him. I, you guys talking to me about? He looks up, and he's, Artemis is there. He goes, oh, little cow friend. It's been some oh, time. You. And the red one. Not this friend. <laughs> But still, but still, but still friend of Artemis. Yeah, hey, this is the guy we told you we were going to save. Oh, big fellow, stout, warrior, fellow, fellow fighter. Drell is just totally focused on the menu. Okay, so he doesn't have that, so let me see what else he has. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, wait, what are you? Oh, hey, what's up, Kemi and security guy? Artemis, best friend of Kemi Joe and hired security guard today. Ooh, best friend of Kimmy Joe. That's not gonna sit well. And <laughs> Drell like looks down at Menace. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's a really good friend, but I, I have multiple best friends. I have multiple best friends. Ah! I mean, you Drell. can really only have one <laughs> best friend. It's because I'm his bestest friend, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> that 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 checks out. <laughs> Wasn't even worried for a second. Glad you did call him your bestest friend, though. Then we might have had a problem. <laughs> I'm having a hard time right now, Kimmy. Off. I couldn't take it. <laughs> All right, get, get it. Hey, it's been a while. I, I thought you guys were going to come right back, but, you know, you guys never came back. What do you mean? We're all right back. It's been a day. A bit. Whoa, wait. Oh, yeah. Time moves different uh, in there. I mean, last time I saw you was Wayne. Two months? It was what? Was it two months? Three? Two. Uh, yeah, about three months. It was just at the... Uh, uh, yeah, we just had Artemis. Uh -huh. Yes. Oh, yes. We just had uh, Midwinter. Winter Shield. Yep. That was the last time we saw you, huh? What is uh, Midwinter? It's like the middle of winter drill. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it's in the middle. Yeah, that checks. That checks out. Artemis is one break throughout the year where the Tinkerer College isn't performing pranks. <laughs> Wait, yeah... Kimmy, aren't you supposed to be at the Sidget College? Like, what are you doing all the way over here? Well, I guess it's not far, but like, what are you doing over here by Lord Barons? Oh, well, I don't know if, I guess they didn't tell you. I'm in like my 400 level classes now. So a big part of the- Wow. Yeah. So like a big part of it is I have to go back and forth to Lord Barons Divider and I have to turn in some reports. I got some assignments. It's like, uh, oh yeah. So I'm like in this like career program where like I'm working towards to actually become a part of the team at Lord Barons Divider, you know, you know, in development so it's like an research. internship. Is that what you're trying yeah, to Yeah, exactly. Yeah, internship. See, he knows big words, Minus. You don't got to talk to Anya. Yeah, yeah. Good guy. Yeah, Minus. I could be smart. <laughs> all, all fighters are smart. I, don't, I didn't talk to Anya. What ha what's happening? <laughs> <laughs> Artemis puts his uh, 
his fists on his waist. Okay. So you want to be a part of the LBG. Got it. I, I want to talk more, guys, but how about we we uh, uh, get our food first and then relax a bit, okay? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm about to get some food, too. Oh, the menu today is looking great. I mean, yeah, we could get food, but I mean, shouldn't we tell these, you know, these guard guys about everything that just happened over the hill? Or do you just want to enjoy your food first? Oh, oh, that's a great idea. Yeah, great idea. Hey, hey, you. And I tug on one of the guards. Tabards. You tug on one of the tabards. He doesn't seem to respond to you. And then another one of the guards look over like past him. And the guard you tugged on was actually quite stoic. And the uh, guard just beyond him looks over and he goes, huh, hey, uh, little one, he's uh, he's not going to respond to that. And then huh? the guard that you tugged on looks at you and he doesn't have a face. It's actually he has a visor over his face and you see these blue lights through the holes. And you can immediately tell that it's a construct of some kind. Oh, it's one of the uh, security constructs that we have. Uh, one of the shield golems that we have surveying the area. So well, well, how can I help you, little bud? Yeah, so hey, uh, I don't mean to interrupt uh, the, the fun times here. I know Nova's card is like quite the delicacy. But uh, so we just got back from the guard tower between here and uh, the Sigi College. And essentially... Uh, have you ever read the the, the short story uh, from your childhood called Half-Life with Gordon Greenman and all those crab things? Yeah, basically it's like that. And uh, a bunch of people died. Yeah, all your guards got killed by things like this. And I point to the thing that Sid was carrying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And the whole tower's on fire. Thought you should know. Two of the guards look at the bag on the floor that's like bleeding and like leaking through on the Sids. He goes, wait, wait, wait. Half-Life? What, what, what's going on? They're called Maw Monsters. You see his eyes widen a little bit. Everybody's dead. Well, we don't know how many there were supposed to be, but we counted. Uh, and how many did we count? Five um, total? Two up top, three on the floor outside? It's probably better to count how many were there, and it was us three. Everyone else yeah. left. There were some citizens, but no guards. We didn't see any guards. Well, I mean, we saw guards, menace, but they were dead. Well, that no alive guards, yes. Okay, well, you didn't say that. You just I'm said get, I'm getting. I was about to. Okay. Yeah, they all had chest explosions of these things. Thank you, thank you for telling me. Um, this just we're gonna send some people over there. Come check it out. And then he stands up and he brings over two other guards, and he has two guards and the construct heading in that direction. And then he goes over to the other two guards that happen to be eating. They start to talk amongst themselves, and then you see them pack up this stuff in a rush. And head over uh, in the direction of Lord Baron's divider, continuing on that path. Okay, so now we can eat. And Drell like claps his hands and rubs them together and walks to the menu of the cart. I feel bad for saying this, Drell, but that kind of helped ease the line. <laughs> I know, right? That's what I was mainly focused about. Oh, man. <laughs> you see, uh, there's a girl gnome there, and he goes, Uh, yeah, you know, I think I'll take the, um, let's see, I want to take the, uh, and then her, she begins to muddle off as she's talking to a very plump brass mm. dragon as he begins to as he's like leaning on a counter with a devious delicious smile he goes oh, of course of course of course and he's, he's having like a one-on-one -on -one conversation with the gnome as she begins to order and then you guys see the menu on the side of the cart and there's like this magical tearaway you skim the menu and it says Novo's Fantastical Feasts. And it has changed a little bit since the last time you were here. With today's special being Strength of the North Power Breakfast. Followed by Fortitude Feasts with cockatrice wings and Dillymore cheesesteaks. And then you have your savory snacks 
with the return of Brim's butterscotch pudding and fried salamander. Minis is already seething. And then you <laughs> have the, the mindful refreshments of the ivory boulder oats and the mind calming coffee. That bastard. That's my favorite meal. <laughs> what do you what do you see, Minus? The Ivory Boulder Oats. I was the one that created that back at the Ivory Boulders. I invented it when I was a kid, and he told everybody in the clan that uh, he made it, but no, I was the one that invented it. What's his deal? What's going on? Uh, he's just having a crisis. You're having a crisis. I'm fine. I, I pulled Drell aside. Uh, you know, we may have to have a, a little intervention with Menace about this whole mirror thing. <laughs> so, so for the adventurers listening, what do you read, Menace, <laughs> under the little blurb of Ivory Boulder Oats? The Ivory Boulder Oats, all naturally invigorating bowl of oats, packed with fruits and grains to empower the mind. Preferred food of choice by Miranor the Great, hero of Gilo. Mm. <laughs> Bastard. Ooh, strength of the north power breakfast. Five cockatrice eggs served any style. Three colossal bacon slabs with golden liqueur potatoes lelouch lelouch potatoes mm, that sounds delicious it's gotta be something else vegetarian here that isn't Ooh, they have wings again you know i love wings mm -hmm. i want the wings Dilly more cheesesteak that was good 12 of them there is nothing else vegetarian here that i can eat besides the oats <laughs> <laughs> I could get desserts, but I need sustenance. I am at a cross path. <laughs> okay, I think I'm gonna do what I did last time and get one of everything. Drell, you approach Novo's cart and he recognizes you almost instantly. He goes, Ho ho! Slayer of the young green dragon. What brings you back to my delicious food card? Hopefully you'll come hungry. <laughs> oh, yeah, you know it. <laughs> and I slap my tummy too. <laughs> oh, looks like you've gained a bit of weight since the last time I saw you. That's what I like to see. What the fuck did you just say? <laughs> I think you heard me, big one. It's cutting season. I'm trying to lose weight. <laughs> it's spring. Summer's right around the corner. Ah, you think is. I'm bulking right now? Fuck. Ah, it's always bulking season when you come to Novo's fantastical feast. What can I get you, my big friend? One of everything except the ivory boulder oats. Of course, because the trend of the North Power Breakfast is more breakfast than you'll ever need. You know, that's right. How would you like those eggs, my good sir? Sunny side up. Man who enjoys breakfast. Ha-ha! <laughs> Wonderful! And you see a bunch of mage hands behind them begin to cling and clang as pots get assorted and giant eggs the size of your head get pulled out and just begin to crack as spatulas and beakers and ladles begin to move behind them. I can hear the song in my head. <laughs> Almost. You, you go. I'm still mulling this over. Yeah. I will take the wings, duffalo, 12 of them suckers. And you know what? I'll take a, a cheesesteak to go. <laughs> Fantastic red one. I believe you got the same thing last time. Hey, this consistency is always a good thing. 
And I'll tell you what else is consistent. My flavor! <laughs> Bing bong, cling cling. Flame roars, and then through the chimney of the turtle shell cart is a roaring magical flame. And for you, little cow friend, I would like to file a complaint. <gasps> Against Novo's Fantastical Feast? I've never had a bad review! It's not. Oh, you haven't even ordered yet. You, Novo. But I can see that one of your menu items was stolen. Stolen? I have curated and designed each of these recipes myself. Those oats mm. a recipe that I created back at the Ivory Boulders. They were referred to me by a mighty hero. <laughs> yes, because he figured out the recipe from me. Novo uses stolen recipes, Miss? Is that what you're trying to tell me? No, he used a good recipe that he borrowed from me. My name should be on there. Oh, yeah, Miranor just borrowed it then. This. <sighs> I always add crowd favorites to my menus, and the more they sell, the more I keep them on there. And when I was stationed, Selling my wares at, at Gilo, uh, the whole crowd just raved about this Miranor fellow, and he did bring me the Hydra Necrobomb from last time. And I was like, "Oh, another uh, more people raving about this ferocious warrior who brought me such delicious Hydra Neck that I just had to add a permanent item to the menu." It's a crowd favorite. <sighs> the hero of Gilo, they called him. Said something about slaying bugbears with some companions. <sighs> An artist doesn't do art for the recognition. He does it for the good of the people. I'm just glad people like it. I will take one butterscotch pudding, three ivory boulder oats, and one calming coffee, please. Thank you very much. I love what you do, Novo. Keep it up. <sighs> How wonderful! That is coming right up. Ding, clang, bing, bong, roar, roaring fire. As he begins to make the food, he does place a nice big old cup of coffee right on the counter for you to take. <sighs> As all the food this. becomes prepared. I sip from the coffee. Would you like any toppings on that? On what? On the coffee? Oh, yeah, I'll take some oat milk. Thank you. Uh, here you go. And he hands you a small pitcher of, like, one-time use uh, oat milk that you can pour in. And as you pour it in, it goes, poof, disappears. Wait, this is gross. You guys drink our milk? Hearty Minotaur milk? Yes. So is the rest of Uh, well, That's weird. You're not supposed to drink milk after, like, infancy. That... That's bizarre. No, it's not. That's a weird custom. It's weird for me. <laughs> a lot of people drink milk. Uh, well, you're not supposed to after infancy. What is... I didn't know people drink our milk. <laughs> this is having a crisis again. <laughs> oh, Menace, don't you worry. Wait till you see where steaks come from. Oh, what are steaks? <laughs> don't worry about it. I'll do the chocolate drizzle. <laughs> <laughs> and you see like a mage hand like drizzling on the coffee yeah. and you get this beautiful uh, cup of common coffee. And this coffee is the best cup of coffee you've ever had and it does indeed calm you and the next time you cast a spell menace please let me know i'll let you know when i cast a spell too next <laughs> <laughs> so you guys ring up your your order and it's going to take a few minutes for it to come out and you see um kemi joe and artemis place their orders and they both got a dilly cheese steak sandwich 
um, and a cup of coffee, and they begin to eat theirs as your food comes out. Mm -hmm. Oh, before I leave, Novo, can you do anything with this? And I hold up a bag of Maw Monster. <laughs> he goes, oh, you brought me some uh, meat. <laughs> um, no, Novo can't do anything with this. I'm sorry, nothing exotic enough. And he like a mage hand like scoots it off the counter. All right, yeah, just checking. I don't know. I don't know how like meat cooking works, so just checking. Um, thanks, anyways. Not that. And he points. Oh, to it. okay. And this big brass, big golden brass dragon turns around and goes back to his cooking. Ma monster, bad meat. Okay. Everybody gets their food, and you can pack it up um, as if you would like. Um, and rule of thumb, freshness guaranteed for up to two days. Let me know what you're eating now. And then um, those effects, as last time, will last up to um, 24 hours. As much as I hate it, I eat one of the oats because I miss it. Oh, God, I miss it. Drinking the coffee, even though it doesn't really do anything for me. Uh, calms you down. It's one of the best cup of coffee you ever drink in your entire life. Drell and Alec both love coffee, so that works. Nice. Does anything happen with the oats, or I don't know yet? Yes. So when you um, eat the oats, you feel like your mind sharpen up, like you've been energized. Like you, you just ate breakfast in the morning, and you feel like you're ready to tackle the day. Uh, for the next 24 hours, you get advantage on all saving, uh, on all checks and saving throws that that require intelligence and wisdom. Mean my my wings. Wings. You got the 12, right? Yep. Go ahead and roll 4d6. That's how many temporary hit points you get. <laughs> this is like towards the end of the day, right? Yes. Right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think right now I'm just going to... Drell's going to put the rest in his Tupperware. In. <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead and subtract the gold, and you guys are now at this camp, and you're talking to Kemi Joe and Artemis. And uh, Kemi Joe, as he's eating his Dilly Moore cheesesteak, Start some conversation with the three of you. He goes, so where have you guys been this whole time? I mean, you guys said you were going to be right back, but you guys never came back. Well, you see, we actually did. It's only been about a day since we've seen you last. It's a whole thing. Uh, definitely wasn't a day. And he looks at Artemis. Oh, it's been like a few months. See, if you have one of these, and I hold up one of the, my, my lantern, uh, you can kind of go into another plane of existence that's very gloomy and uh time moves very slowly there supposedly oh yeah uh shadow fell right yep oh yeah yeah that's starting to come back yeah 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 um so how'd that go i guess you got drill wasn't there with you last time i guess you got him out right that's what you said we're going back and i give him all the the lowdown of how we we went there we saved everything and then we came out and made it back into to this and let them know. So yeah, that was our past uh, two days. Wow. So as you explain to him like what happened and his like eyes are like being widened and Artemis is looking, hmm, wow, that's quite the adventure, I must say. <laughs> A little dark and gloomy for my taste, but quite the adventure. And um, as you talk to him, you come to realize approximately a full year has passed. A full year. I missed my birthday. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh, me too, Drew. <laughs> Novo, do you got any uh, birthday cake back there? Oh. We got three birthdays going on. Ah, <laughs> oh, birthday cake. I mean, I can see what I can muscle up. <laughs> Sweets for the sweet tooth. Ching, ching, ding, bong, bong, fire. <laughs> there we go. We can celebrate them now. Kimmy Joe, you're invited. Oh, wow. Oh, swell. Oh, I guess. 
I don't know what to wear. I guess I'll just wear this. Uh, <laughs> and we obviously need security for this party, so, you Of know. course. <laughs> what was that me? Hey, <laughs> Joe, what'd you get me for my birthday? Oh, I just... I, I was so unprepared. Um, I mean, uh, when we go back to my... If you guys are heading to the City College, I mean, I definitely got some goods there. Okay. All right, well... I guess that works. You think of good gifts... For when you see us next, you can then present them to us. Make me persuasion check. Oh, I'm gonna. <laughs> oh, just like, just like being like randomly, being, like awkwardly, like, what'd you get us? I want to use my inspiration dice. <laughs> I know you can roll better than that. Yeah, 27. Wow, oh, hell yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah, you know what? Absolutely, yeah. I'll get, you know what? I, I didn't, you know what? I should. I should. I, I need to incorporate more traditions with my friends and loved ones. And you know what? This is a great start. This is absolutely a great start. You two, Artemis, I'm going to include you in there. And then, you know, maybe around Wind with the Shield, we'll do like a secret shield where we give each other gifts. I mean, it's just be us two because. You know, you know what? But, you know, we'll give each other gifts. And yes, <laughs> absolutely. And Kimmy Joe, I got something for you. Right now, because we missed your birthday. I have something too. <gasps> Perfect. Oh my gosh, I have something for him as well. <laughs> Do you really? Oh, yes. oh my guy. Oh my way. Got two things. <laughs> Do you really? Okay. Yeah. So go first. Do you want? I'll go last. I'll go last. Okay. All right. So, all right, Minish, you got something? All right, here. Minish, you started off. What do you got? So first, obviously, I have a, a drawing that I made of you two, okay? Um, you, you, you two can pick what you do with it, okay? But here's a drawing I made of you two. Also, I know you probably don't have this in the Central College. It's probably like the cheap stuff. So I am going to give you one of my fancy TP rolls. <gasps> oh, oh, no more sour bum. Oh, this is a glorious day. You get one too, Artemis. Yeah, oh. you get one too. My bottom is truly been blessed. Thank you, my friend. <laughs> it sure has. <laughs> Drill, what do you got? Uh, okay, so. What you got, Drill? Uh, let me see. <laughs> Drill digs through the magical bag. <laughs> Just give all of his stuff that he put in there. Um, and he's like, okay, well, if we're. Hmm. Okay, so I got these, one for each of us, and I pull out the, uh, well, I guess, hold on, how many, oh, there's five of us, fuck, um, okay, well, here, I got these, uh, and I'll pull out the four blueberry brews that I have, Nice. and I'll give one to Kemi, one to Artemis, one to Armos, and then... And then I'll keep one, and then I'll be like, oh, uh, Menace, trust me, you don't really need this, so here, you can have this. And I'll give him the uh, exotic cave flower that I, <gasps> I picked up from the uh, green dress. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. This is the best birthday present ever. I have a present for you, Drell. Here's one of those silver whetstones. I meant to give it to you earlier. <laughs> you can... Put it on your axes and stuff. Oh, hell yeah. Um, and then, Minus, that is uh, red bud yellow petals, the flower. Not how I expected the session to go, by the way. This is great. This All right, Ormos, your turn. Would you get us? Oh, but hold on. By the way, these uh, these were for us to drink right now, by the way. Yeah, What are, what's the brew thing? What is um, it again? It's, it's literally, like, it was more... I can always make more, but... um. 
the blueberry brew is a resistance to bludgeoning damage, but also you become tipsy. All right. Wait, I, I have my last gift for Armos. <laughs> Armos, I want you to have the scroll of protection. Oh, I might need that. You'll need it more than I will. Hang on, hang on. Oh, I had everything for Kimmy Joe, but now I'm going to something. Yeah, Armos, what you get me for my birthday? <laughs> you're, you're not giving me anything. It's no, it's cool. He you're had to give me something. Hold on. Where is it at? Ah, oh, here it is. All right, here we go. I'll do Kimmy Joe last. Tony's just sitting here like, okay, well, I guess. Good thing, he's like, good thing I prepped for this. Good thing I prepped for this. This is literally just called the wholesome episode. <laughs> All right. So, uh, one of my fondest memories with Drell is when we uh, stormed the underground area and we got that bag. And uh, here's the pen from that I stole and it says just as good as the red guard <laughs> that is for you is that the pen you stole when you changed your appearance yeah oh my god there's so much foreshadowing in his first wait who was that for my god that was that was for that was for Drell. Oh, that was for Drell. Oh wait, okay. no, I'm sorry. That's for that's for Menace. Menace. I was gonna say. <laughs> yeah, Menace. You oh do things with pens God. all the time. Here you go. Hi. It's one of my fondest memories. I've never been more honored, and I go down on one knee and put like both my hands up, <laughs> like way over dramatic. <laughs> and Drell, I I take you more of a practical guy, so I uh, give him my Ace of Clubs that I had that uh, was from God, I can't even remember when this was. <laughs> it's a special card. It's a deck of cards and it has yep. uh, Ace of Clubs in it. And I hand that to him as uh, a deck of illusions. Wait, you're pulling the Ace of Clubs out of the deck of illusions? No, 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 no. I'm giving it to him, but that was one of the uh, ones that's are in there. So you're giving him the deck though? Yes, so it's okay. a deck of cards, 13 cards if I'm yeah. making sure, yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. the Ace of Clubs is not in there. Right. That'll be so funny in Drell's hands. Yes. Oh my god, that's great. What do these cards do? And I just pull one right away. Yes. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I was like, oh shit. Hang on, let me get through my Kimmy Joe this, one first. No, you should. That's awesome. It's so cool. Armos, thank you. Okay. Uh, and then uh, the last thing, Kimmy Joe. This is from uh, the first time we met, and I've kept it ever since here. You said that if I ever met you again, we'd be able to figure figure this out, and it's the Book of Alchemy for Dummies. Oh! I was wondering where this book went. I had, oh, I'm still paying late fees on it. <laughs> oh, this, this is really a, a great financial burning off my shoulders, almost. I'm not gonna lie, this is gonna be, woo! <laughs> What was with the lafies? Like a gold? A gold piece? Oh, I mean, they want like two gold a month. Every time I don't bring it back. I mean, look, two gold to your net, but you know, I've been in college for four years. This is like, it's been a whole year. It's a lot. It eats into the, it eats into my lunch money. Here's four gold from me. Sorry. Oh, wow. <laughs> Ooh, what a birthday! Come on, Scott. But thank you. Yeah, that's a, that's all we have, unfortunately. And I tuck my gold even tighter into my pocket. <laughs> he takes the book and he puts it back. Like, oh, <sighs> birthdays! Artemis is cheering along as he's drinking his blueberry. Good to actually meet you, Artemis. By the way, cool name. Uh, so tell me about yourself. Ah, yes. Well, I am head of security, and then the the uh, food cart begins to 
rumble and shift along and then boom you see the door kick open from the back and out come bottom first is a big fat brass dragon with a big old birthday cake and uh. goes happy birthday to you for happy birthday to you for <coughs> it's copyrighted <laughs> happy birthday <laughs> happy birthday happy birthday from Novo to you and he puts out a big old birthday cake. And then he squeezes his big old brass dragon body back into the cart. And I cast He's light on the cake. Oh, the kid uh, already has... You beat me uh, to it. You, <laughs> that was you, glowing. You make this cake glow. <laughs> and there is a little mage hand cutting into the cake. And slices for you guys. Wow. We had a birthday. I... Woo! Cool! <laughs> wow! How many D&D sessions have you had before, or campaigns before that had a birthday? None. This is the first. Truly. There you go. Filler episode! Right. It's a reunion from our first little interaction guy. So, the three of you are eating your birthday cake. With Kemi, Joe, and Artemis, and you begin to uh, continue talking and have some good times as the night begins to settle in. And then as the three of you joke around with Kemi, Joe, and Artemis, Kemi, Joe, then asks, be like, so, uh, what are the three of you doing by uh, Lord Baron's Divider? What, what brings you over here? Uh, I side-eye my friends. <laughs> <laughs> we, we have a, uh, you know what? It's not weird that we have blood shards, right? I, I'm like asking. It's kind of weird, right? I'm trying to think of. You know that there's a ban. Okay. Blood yeah. In Aramor. We're going to. Uh, I'm pretty good at talking to people. And right now I can't think of a good lie. <laughs> at this point. Hey, what? You got something to say, Minus? Uh, I think you should talk about a drill. <clears throat> we want to go and. Warn them about everything that's been happening with the the Red Guard and our everything we saw. Yes, yes. Yeah, we're just going up. We're just going up to talk to Lord Baron real quick. Yeah. Whoa. The Lord. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Do you have? Were you summoned by him? Because somebody just yeah, just like go talk to the big guy. I mean, he's like super busy. Oh, trust me. We'll probably show we'll show some guards some stuff, and they'll probably he'll probably you know want to talk to us then. Then we'll have to summon him. Yeah, Drell is a note or knows him or something, so. No, not really. Wow. It's more of like an acquaintance thing. I don't really know him. Well, last time you said no. you like knew him. Yeah, uh, uh, come on, man. It's those to get through a security check. Oh, come on, stick with it. It was a lie. Oh. Yeah, there you go. Oh. But yeah, we show him this. <laughs> we show him this sucker, and I hold up the the face sucker that tried the to eat us. Monster. <laughs> yeah, he like freaks so, out. What? Uh, yeah. Oh. And I he like looks at it. He looks at it closer and he like pokes it with like a tool he has. I wonder if this is what you're talking about. There's like these rumors going around that there's like these little like unrecognizable monsters on the road recently. I don't know. It's like, I don't know. Ever since I started hearing that, there's been like basically like the college has been getting less supplies. A lot of, a lot of projects have been put on, on hold because we just haven't been getting. You know, like alchemy supplies and stuff. You know, slotless trades going around recently, and uh, I didn't believe it. But yeah, somebody was mentioning like little creatures running around along the road, like causing problems. 
That is why we need to tell Lord Baron. Hey, can I ask you guys a question? Because like anything, you know, a common thing right we hear around parties, people like to share like horror stories, and spooky stories, right? You guys, um, you guys hear anything about like the Red Dawn recently? I think like I don't know somebody, somebody's dad said like he ran into one of them in the Aram in Aramore, but like you know they're like not real, right? I feel like you guys would have seen them. Yeah. We have. What do you mean, not real? Uh, Who said that? They're just like, I don't know. It's just like something that was like, a, I don't know, some crazy call from like a long time ago. Oh, no. Kimmy Joe, that shit's real. Hold on. I got a picture for this. I keep talking. Say, keep talking. We just left that <laughs> town. And sure enough, the last thing we see at the top of the building is the Red Dawn. Minutes, did you write that down? Uh, yeah, hold on. Hold on. Oh, oh, here we go. Yeah, here. Boom. And I, I show him a picture of one of the Red Guard zombies from back in, in Dillmore. Yeah. Yeah. Boom. See, see this? Uh, yeah, is a picture of a zombie. Drew? Oh, well, yeah, that that was a red guard that got turned into a zombie that we had to fight. You, you heard about what happened in Dillmore, right? Oh, yeah, there was like a big, uh, a big fire that happened. It spread, but like, they're all better now. They, they rebuilt. Oh, that's good. That's really good to hear. But they all, the city almost fell because of the Red Dawn. Have you not hear, heard about this? Uh, it was just a big fire. What are, you, what are you talking about? Yeah, the fire was created by a demon. Yeah, and all the crazy demon bodies all over the place. You're telling me that not one person that story didn't come up here. No, nobody. Nothing about demons in Dillmore. Just a big old freakish fire that happened. That sounds like a government conspiracy. Cover-ups. We're cover-up. They control the media. <laughs> or no. It's a bunch of oh, yeah. fake news. <laughs> oh, I'm just fucking to it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look, Kemi Joe, you don't have to believe us. But you asked us, and we have no reason to lie to you, but that shit's fucking real. Put a zone of truth on us. Yeah. Swear to Melora. Uh, I mean, I'm not, a, I'm not a paladin. Oh, here. What is it? Are you going to put a little memory? Oh, yeah, I could do that. <laughs> no, but I was, that's a great idea. <laughs> you could put a memory in, in his head of what you saw. So then... Uh, I'll take the most recent one, which is uh, when we were... The battle. Well, oh yeah, we could do that, or we could just do in the uh, the town that we were in that, that we just saw. I, I start pulling out one after another after another, and I put them on the, on the table. <laughs> like, do you see all these? <laughs> um, as you make Kemi Joe witness all these horrific memories of Shadowfell <laughs> and, and Dillmore burning down and people getting eaten by zombies and friends eating loved ones, um... Uh, hey, look, man, you asked. This is a lot to take in. Well, um, now you know you can trust us. <laughs> <laughs> we would never lie. We're birthday buddies. This is one of the best birthdays I ever had. I'm going to go get another <laughs> coffee. And he slowly gets up and walks over to Novo's cart. Artemis, you're like super strong and jacked, right? <laughs> Can't you tell? Well, yeah, Artemis has seen all this too, right? Like that's- Oh, no, 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 I don't, I don't, no, I don't partake in- You don't want to touch a stone? No. It's all the memories. Oh, okay. I'm good. Thank you. Maybe I'll touch it. It's been a while. Oh, oh, no. Oh. Man, uh, no, I'm done. Man. I'm done. It's <laughs> like rolling. <laughs> They're yeah. writhing. <laughs> nope, nope, nope. Don't need to remember that right now. Okay. <clears throat> yeah, uh, if you could, uh, keep Kemi safe. Of course. Okay. Uh, there's a lot of- Bad stuff going on, so just keep an eye peeled. Of course. 
Almost maybe we save that stone for uh, Lord Baron so he can kind of see what the fuck's going on too. Yeah, that's that, that might have been the better person yeah, to show. Not gonna too. lie, he, uh, we probably we threw this guy into the deep end. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You gotta can't you just pull the memories from his brain too? Can you do that or no? Let me tell you, memory wipe. Not yet. I'm not opposed. <laughs> I'm not opposed to trying, but this might be a first for me. And I crack my knuckles. <laughs> So anyways, Artemis, you got, uh, hobbies, or, uh... Oh, protecting the weak. Fighting for righteous purposes. Oh, okay. Uh -huh. And the Tinkerer's Guild. Oh. Always up to no good, pulling their pranks. Oh, you don't like pranks? No, it's the lowest form of comedy. Jell slowly walks from, like, back from under him that he was about to get tabletopped. So he, like, <laughs> just kind of slowly starts <laughs> to stand back up. I slowly start <laughs> magic handing his shoes together, like tying his laces together. <laughs> they are Roman style sandals. Uh, so he unstraps them and straps it to the a, other one. A, I look around and see if I can find a vine or uh, that I can maybe lasso real quick. Loosely, loosely. Uh, as you proceed to try to go prank <laughs> Artemis, um, the, it, it's getting kind of late. So what would you three like to do? Um... <laughs> I think Drell's really just gonna call it a night. Yeah, it's time. And I think that was pretty much good for him. I don't think he really needs to do anything before he kind of rolls over and knocks out. I'm still feeling the past year. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I need some sleep, Artemis. Wonderful to meet you properly this time. Same here. And he gives you a gladiator shake. Yeah, sleep tight. Gimme Joe, have a good night. And Drill just rolls over. Oh, I, I you know what? I think I might pull an all-nighter this time. I ain't gonna catch up on <laughs> some notes. <laughs> uh hey, it's gonna be okay, buddy. We're we're on the case. I don't think that's very reassuring, Miss. We will save the world. That's a lot I to think. promise. Uh I'm just gonna go drop. We will Go to bed. Yep. All right. We'll talk to you later. Keep your eyes peeled. Don't get, uh, you know, taken in by the red uh, dawn. So, yep. All right. Love you, dude. <clears throat> Pat him on the back. A land that never sees the light of day. <laughs> Covered in shadow and birds. Well, you don't like birds? <laughs> no. What the fuck's wrong with you? That's pretty fucked. <laughs> All right. We set up camp for the night. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, how are you doing the camp? Hey, Drell, do you know if there's hotels close to the divider we could just... Yeah, inns there is actually, in? Menace. Thank you for asking. I'm sorry, what tavern or inn are you talking about? I was just trying to do it. I was just hoping he was going to ask me where one was, and I was going to say it was at the corner of get a map and fuck off, and then roll over. Roll for in If we roll a uh, 20, it's yeah, luck an check, luck check. Why wouldn't there be an inn? Along the road? Yeah, come on, man. How are you guys setting up camp? <laughs> um, or do you want to travel through the night? Completely up to you. Okay, I cast firewall all around us and we go to sleep. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> no, I like to sleep in the cold, almost. Don't you have your little friend that can watch guard for us? Uh, um, uh, no, I need my, I need my regulated nine. I'm not talking about you, Reginald. Do, don't you have your little gecko friend? When are you ever... You have your little lizard friend, don't you, Armos? You can... Nope. Nope. <laughs> nope. All right. Uh, so we set up camp. We try to set, like, into the forest, kind of off of the road. 
Yeah, Menace will do his best to just like set up a makeshift thing of like branches under a tree, I guess. Um, yeah, go ahead and give me a combined survival check to see how well this camp is. 18. 20. 15. Yeah, you guys make a We're good at this. Make a really good camp. You set up a couple uh this is like, nothing compared to Shadowfell. <laughs> it's quite comfortable. You find a nice little rock you uh lean up against, you set up um some makeshift tents out of some foliage, and you try to disguise yourself the best you can. And the three of you begin to settle for camp. Is there anything the three of you would like to do before you No negative Ghost Rider? Done. I would just like to set up a little spike pit. Near my Jeez, tent. Menace. Uh, Spike pit. Tent. Okay. Can you at least tell me where it is? Bro. No. Yeah, I'll no wake kidding. up to go pee in the, <laughs> in the middle of the night. Yeah, if he wakes up and starts doing his uh, naked uh, calisthenics. Yeah. Mm. Better not squat into something like that. <laughs> Perfect. Okay. So, the three of you begin to go to sleep. Is anybody taking watch? Uh, I'll take first watch. Yeah, I can take the second one. And I can sleep. <laughs> no, I'll do third. You want to bring out your lizard again? No. <laughs> <laughs> Poor little Max. Nope. Never seen the light of day. So, Minus, you take the first watch, and as the stars sparkle in the sky and the moon uh, illuminates over you in a non-threatening way for the first time in what seems apparently like a year. Oh, it's good to have spring breeze again. Roll me a perception check. Here go, Sid. Here's so the rest of that coffee. <laughs> oh, 21 with advantage. With a 21, about an hour into your watch, sipping on your coffee, you hear a rustling in the grass near your campsite. <gasps> Might as go wide. Sid. Meh? You heard that, right? Meh? <laughs> Fingers. Red shoulders flopped over. <clears throat> All right. He's gonna cast a spell real quick Sid just, just because Meh. I don't think there's anything wrong happening it's just a precaution okay Meh. yep just a precaution and I'm gonna cast uh, detect good and evil mm. read me what that spell does again for the duration you know if there's an aberration celestial elemental fey fiend or undead within 30 feet of you as well as where the creature is located interesting I'm glad you read that hold on I don't know if that's good or bad you go ahead and you cast this spell. Sid goes, and then boom, this holy aura surrounds you within 30 feet. You look in a direction where you heard the grass rustle. And this spell tells you, like, you know what it is, right? It defines what's near it, if you hear. What it is and where it is. You know that within 30 feet within that grass area is an aberration. Do I know what an aberration is? So uh, aberration type creature is like, Anything eldritch or from space, technically, it's like a creature that mm. is not a hu it's not a humanoid creature, but it's not necessarily a demon or an angel. Huh. Um, it's out of this world, like a like a like a beholder, like a Cthulhu. I know I have <laughs> So uh, you sense an aberration within the tall grass. Everybody, wake up! <laughs> <laughs> yell at everybody. As you yell, you see, you hear the tall grass rustle again as it seems startled. And it starts to dash away. I run towards it. You run into the tall grass as the trees begin to uh, come into view. You're not in a forest, but there are a number of trees becoming denser and denser. Uh, go ahead and make me a perception check as you are searching for this thing. 
Well, I still know where it is, right? Oh, yeah. So you're actually tracking this thing down. I'm sorry. You're just a section of good and evil. You are tracking down this aberration and you are following it. And it does not seem to be let up, but you hear the uh, the sounds of its footsteps isn't like normal running. It's like a gallop. Guys, there's something out here. <laughs> you don't see it over the brush, but you do see like a shadowy figure that you're chasing after. You just can't make a solid description of it. And then just like that, it disappears, but you still sense it within the air and then you run and you are now like under a tree next to a giant rock, there's a few trees, but you feel like it's right on top of you. And then you look up and there is this big green cyclops eye staring right at you as it is right above you hugging the tree like a koala. And it has a large toothy grin with three pronged like claws as it's grabbing onto the tree. And that is where we'll end this week's session. Ah, oh, fuck. <laughs> Just when it was getting good. Guys! <laughs> wow. What a good session. Very humble. Yeah. The birthday episode. The birthday episode. <laughs> the awesome episode. Until that. There's got to be a good title. Like, I'm just, I, my head was spinning thinking of a title of the show. I did just show uh, a brief picture because I wanted to show you guys this picture. I did? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I figured it was an authentic. Whoa. Maybe. Maybe. You gave it's me a picture of an that yes, we've already seen on this campaign. <laughs> 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 Dude, that I was not I was not ready for you to cast that spell. I was like, read me that. I just need to make sure <laughs> it falls yeah. on this blanket. Um, and that's like perfect. <laughs> that's yep. everybody wake up and <laughs> <It> startles. <laughs> that's crazy that you have that spell. I have protect good and evil. I didn't know that there was a detect oh. good and evil. I literally was like reading and I was like, wait, mm. what? That's way different. Dude. That spells so good, too. Yeah. If the graphic isn't just all of us sitting around a birthday cake, then I don't want it. Yeah, I did not imagine this session to go the way it did. I had something, kind of something different planned, but the birthday thing was kind of awesome. It was good. And look, and now now you just have to prep a little bit less or prep more because now you don't know what we're going to do. Mix of both. I will talk about the prepping, for the especially the, for the last two sessions that we just did. You're going to tell us how you prepped for ARC 5? Uh, a little bit. Um, Can you tell us bit. all the details yeah. of what you planned for this arc? Uh, no. Hey, it's worth a shot. Yeah, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> I do have a conversation topic when we get mm -hmm. into the after show. Oh, yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Maybe one or Same two. Same here. You know what I think we should talk about? As we always try to find something to talk about in these little, uh, in these ends, in these end cards here. Uh, first of all, great session. Great role play. I just, makes me really proud as a DM to see the three of you role play. With each other, especially with Kemi Joe, birthday gifts. My God, I know. Talk about tugging on the heartstrings, but uh, happy birthday to anyone listening. Yeah, whether it passed or it's upcoming. Yeah, this was for you. If you have a birthday, happy birthday in 365 days from now. Happy freaking birthday! Yeah, if you went into like another dimension and we missed your birthday because of that, let us know. Yeah, never had a birthday session in D and D. Thoughtful gifts, I gotta say. You know, almost feeds souls of the innocent to this like magical blood crystal in his book, but then like gives birthday gifts to NPCs. It's crazy. Yeah. Hey, I would probably do the same thing if I was hunting for my dog. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Thanks for listening, everybody. This was a silly episode. Uh, did not plan it to be, but a lot of interesting stuff did happen. A lot of important information. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I feel bad for Kimmy Joe. Now he's not going to be able to sleep. Oh, 
God. <laughs> oh, yeah, the horrors of... The, <laughs> this is really dumped a lot. The horrors you showed a porn commoner NPC. He's just a little alchemist, man. I just imagine <laughs> I'm pulling out all these, like... The, or not visions, things that have happened and one of them's like the sh that demon realm that I keep going into. Oh, wait, wait, wait. You don't want to see that one. Hang on. Let me put that one back. <laughs> but <laughs> anyways. Uh, anyways. Uh, all right. After show, guys, thanks for listening. Yeah. Yeah. Come come listen to us talk about it uh, at patreon.com slash gnd404. If you are a campfire tier or higher, we'll see you there. And uh, yeah, let's go ahead. We're going to move on to the uh, Patreon supporters and uh, say happy birthday, everybody. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. And now it's time for the Patreon shout outs, starting with the Bloodshard Bandits. Ulrich Shield Dust has returned from his trip to North Trillis and is excited to get back to work at the Shieldheart Forge. Unfortunately, it will take a couple days for him to reopen as Nalma made a big mess of things while he was gone. That is the last time Ulrich asks her to watch his shop while he is away. Next up is Benjamin Hayes, who has just awoken from a lengthy surgery. Vision blurry, he tumbles off the operating table. Witch doctors and artificers yell at him to calm down as he rushes to the nearest bathroom. Benjamin dry heaves, but nothing comes up as his gasps echo inside his head. Something isn't right with his arms. He rushes to the mirror and screams in horror at what stares back. And now we have Dylan Snyder. The roads to Lord Baron's Divider have become much more pleasant to travel down as sweet music notes now grace the air. Travelers claim to have seen an autumn eladrin weaving their way through forests while playing an ethereal flute. No one knows if these rumors are true, but sightings keep popping up closer and closer to Lord Baron's castle. The whereabouts of Julius Kendrick are yet again unknown. Murmurs have been spread around the Red Dawn that he may have been banished for letting some heroes into Shadowfell. Others say he is preparing for his next scheme. Who is to say what will become of this man? All I know is rumors have been popping up about grave sites getting robbed late at night close to the Sigic College. And Reigns. A hint to Reigns' whereabouts were found recently. However, where they were found does not bode well. His ID and staff were located, crushed into the ground with a massive footprint. Truly harrowing. The Sigic College alumni are next, starting with Andrew Hall. Andrew is currently working their way through a degree in practical magic. Illusions have been giving him a bit of trouble, so if anyone has some tips to share, please stop by the Sigma Pi Epsilon Lambda Lambda Sigma house during club hours. Artemis has recently received a Shield of Expression for winning the Sigic Safety Award. This is an honor given every year to whomever observes and writes out the most citations. The college has since amended the rule for acceptable citations, as over 50 of Artemis were titled Bullied Joe Jofferson, followed by things as simple as Ignored Kemi Joe when he waved to them in the hall. And next is Robert Crisp. A Sigic College alumni has just met with Robert about his application to the Alpha Beaker Phi Grant. With enough funding, Robert hopes to scientifically put an end to the question, how would a baguette move if it could move? 
Now Saint Chaos. This manager of misfits strikes again. During an Arcane Focus 203 lesson, students quickly learned that their magical sticks were all replaced with wands of smiling. With an absence of evidence, Saint Chaos is the only person so far to elude Artemis and his famous citations. Warden, new to South Trellis, this nomad is looking for a place to call their own. Wandering from town to town, Warden has been making notes about the best prices on homes, food, and ale. If you see someone with a notepad and a table full of everything on the menu, please say hi and show them around town. And last but not least are Humbrea's heroes. Alex Judge Dredd is getting ready to come back from vacation. He was quoted as saying, I am the vacation. Angel the Ranger just finished having tea with Kara and Ghibli in the Riverwood Forest. She hopes to visit again soon as her pit bull has become quite friendly with Duck Norris. Man with Stone has been taken into custody as suspect number one in Man with Glasses' disappearance. Could it be a hostage scenario? Or is it murder? Sergio Rodriguez, this mysterious figure, has been seen walking into bars late at night. After following him in, no one can seem to find Sergio. Something fishy is going on here. Abdul Rahman, another new face to South Trillis. This person is looking for work. They just finished helping the town of Dilmore rebuild, so perhaps they will settle down there. Terminal No Name. This man created a new sport in Holbeck called Rocket Boot League, where you strap rocket boots to carts and try to get a wicker ball in the opponent's net. Thank you again to all our amazing supporters. If you would like to hear your name read here, please go to patreon.com dnd404 and sign up to the respective tier. All right, Minus out.